Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here. It's Numbers for Success and it is May the 1st, 2021. And welcome to my podcast on all things soul. And as usual, it is my absolute pleasure to bring you information and knowledge of all things that I can sort of come up with that I feel will help you on your soul's journey. And today is a very auspicious day, certainly here in Ireland. Today is called Bealtaine. And Bealtaine for us is celebrating summer. Today, technically, is our first day of summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. And of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, you'll be heading now into your winter slumber, whereas we're starting to all come alive. And I wanted to talk a little bit about Bealtaine and about some of the old traditions around the world that are to celebrate the month of May. And of course, in the UK and in in your in England, we have May Day, which is celebrated after the goddess Maya, who May is called after, and and her collaboration with the Green Man. But firstly, we're going to talk about here what happens here in Ireland, and Bealtaine is. It's one of the major festivals that occurs between the spring equinox and the summer equinox or the summer solstice, pardon me. And it's something that has been celebrated for thousands and thousands of years. And it very much is associated with fire because it's about fire in the belly, the Elton. It's about the fire. It's about the the energy the re-life, the rebirth, the regrowth of the land. And as I say, all traditions around the world can be celebrated at this time because for us it is the time of fertility. But in ancient times here in Ireland, the goddess who presided over the festival of Bealtaine was a goddess called Maeve. And she was a great earth goddess and she was the keeper of the land. Now, um, Maeve goes right back to ancient, ancient times. And she was the goddess. She was a bit like Gaia or Maya. Maya is normally to do with illusion, but Gaia is to do with the earth. Um, but here in Ireland, um, we're looking at Maeve. And, but Maeve was very much the earth goddess who presided over the whole of Ireland. But uh, in time, she got relegated to be brought over to Connacht. Now, Connacht is a province in Ireland. It's on the west coast. And... Many years ago, many centuries ago, it was considered not the place to go. It was to hell or Connacht was an expression that that lovely man, Oliver Cromwell, um, said about us. He wasn't the nicest of people and he used to send people over there. He wouldn't even go across the Shannon because he said it was a place that, you know, people just shouldn't inhabit. But of course, that's not true at all. It's a beautiful space. But at the time, it was you know, it was a very barren place. It wasn't, hadn't got the fertile lands as does the um, East Coast where the Hill of Tara is and where a lot of the great ancient sites and burial chambers of Newgrange and so forth. But probably the greatest celebrationary place that we're going to refer to in this context of this podcast is Ushnock. And Ushnock was considered to be the centre of Ireland. And the tradition of it is that uh, a fire was lit on the eve of Bealtaine. So that would be around the 30th of April. And this fire would, you know, could be seen from all over Ireland because the hill of Ushnock is the very centre. So people could see it from all over. And the plan was that there would be hundreds and hundreds of people who were called runners and they would take fire from 
the heart of the fire, which was huge. And then they would run and they would meet people and they would light what they needed to light, which would be passed on to somebody else. So that the point was that every single fire in the whole of Ireland would have been lit by the fire of Ushnach at the end of the 1st of May. So it's all very symbolic, but it's very beautiful. And it's something that is still done today. We still celebrate this day very much so in recent times to you know, commemorate our ancestors. And for millennia, you know, this tradition around the matriarch, like the goddess energy was so important. And the priestess, priestesses of the goddesses of Maeve were chosen on this day to come to Tara and to a place called Roth Maeve, which was a henge constructed around, you know, three, her millennium BC. And then a chieftain, a chieftain was chosen for his kindness, his looks, his wisdom, his ability to, to be of service. And he would lay with a priestess of Maeve, because Maeve was the, the head goddess, on Beltana Eve. And from their union came the fertility that the land, of the land and of for the people. And so the priestess would be representative of the goddess Maeve and the chieftain who was making love to her would um, be the head chieftain therefore for the year. And that was a tradition that went on for thousands of years and it was even when in um, Brian Baru who was the the High King of Ireland um, he, he basically kept that tradition going and so it was said that when he arrived in Ireland and he came to Tara the large standing stones bent backwards to allow him through into Tara and it was there that he followed that inauguration tradition of laying with the priestess of Maeve in Tara and that was the way he was able to become the king. So um, he obviously had another agenda but but that was nice that he continued that tradition and the tradition of rebirth and fertility. It's also the time when the cattle will go out onto the pastures. So it's a real time of rebirth. It's a real time of flourishing and a time of you know, certainly coming into our power. And it's also a time to celebrate and honour our ancestors. And worldwide in the month of May, you know, cultures tend to um, celebrate or commemorate those who have gone before us. So um, like ancestor spirits are defined cross-culturally as family members and friends who are no longer living but remain important teachers um, for us of course Um, because like indigenous people worldwide believe that these spirits literally stand behind us to support us with most believing that the male ancestor spirits stand behind us on the right side of the body and that the female ancestor spirits stand on the left And they believe that these spirits are invested in seeing that the current generations and those to come will fulfill their dreams or life purpose. And that's the work I do, helping people to understand and absolutely celebrate their life purpose. And this is a beautiful chant I'm going to read you. It's an old European chant that is part of an oral tradition that has been passed down for generations. And it is this. And it's usually celebrated on this day. Oh, may this be the one who will bring forward the good, 
true and beautiful in our family lineage. Oh, may this be the one who will break the harmful family patterns or harmful national patterns. So I think that's, um, you know, it's a very powerful affirmation to say. And I feel it's not burdening someone. It's just acknowledging that this person who may have come into the family or who's a part of our family has a big, important role to play. And it could be you. Of course, the Aboriginal people, um, the Australian Aboriginal people are deeply connected to their ancestors and the land. And, and this is so important to commemorate this. And Aboriginal people conduct both seasonal and daily rituals to honour their ancestors, trusting that these ceremonies will protect their lands and the people that walk upon it today. And the dream time is the very core of the Aboriginal belief system surrounding spiritual and worldly abundance. And they believe the ancestral beings perform wondrous deeds from the dream time to help transform this world. And these rites um, protect the spirits of the land and the place and those now living on the ancestral lands. I think that's very, very beautiful. And through oral traditions, you know, body paintings, dances, songs, enactment of ancient stories are passed down from generation to generation to acknowledge and to commemorate those who have gone before us. So perhaps the question I pose you, dear listener, is who are the ancestors and loved ones that you pay tribute to each year? In what ways does your family honour its ancestors after they have gone? And which ones have a strong relationship to maybe silence, to prayer, to nature, to gifts of talents? And which of your ancestors do you feel embodies grace and gratitude? So maybe you can ask yourself that because it is very important that when you know why you're here, you therefore are fulfilling your purpose, which when in time people are searching for information about you, you have left a legacy. And I feel, friends, it is imperative that we leave a legacy, a legacy not just of lots of money, but a legacy of stories, traditions, of spiritual growth, of, of real, true truth, in a loving way, of course. Also in Japan, Japan has, in the month of May, it is, you know, associated again with the energy of Maya. And Maya, which is the goddess, which May is called after, in England, May Day is a massive tradition as well. I will get to, to Japan now. But in England, it's a massive tradition of dancing around the Maypole, which is where all the young maidens would dress with flowers in their hair and they would dance around the Maypole. Again, it's kind of a, um, a ritual of connecting and fertility and attracting in a potential partner. So in, in the tradition is that Maya um, connected with the green man who is the, we say like the chieftain, he's the god of fertility in the English oral tradition. So there you go. But in Japan, um, the it is very much, in, in, there's a book called In the Book of Five Rings, who there was a, a famed samurai and um, he says that there are nine principles that we as human can practice 
to embody and achieve success that comes from grace and excellence in our lives, especially during the month of May. And these are the nine principles that the samurai says. Do not harbour sinister designs. Diligently pursue the path of two swords as one. Cultivate a wide range of interests in the arts. Be knowledgeable in a variety of occupations. Be discreet regarding one's commercial dealings. Nurture the ability to perceive the truth in all things. Perceive that which cannot be seen with the eye. Do not be negligent in trifling matters. And do not engage in useless activity. So that's interesting, isn't it? These are nine principles from thousands of years ago from the Japanese oral tradition of celebrating May and Maya. And so this month has offers us such rich opportunities to celebrate and commemorate, to be grateful, to be creative, to revel in the beauty of the present and to connect and honour with the past. And that's what I feel we must try to do this month. In a numerology text context, this month is off the Richter scale. We are coming into the fifth month. 2021 is a five year. So the two fives together, it means change, change and more change. It's all about breakthrough, friends. This is it. We're on. We're coming up now. We're coming into the massive breakthrough period that we have been going through now. We've been going through sort of the like a curved curving up and down if you thought of a of a, a graph we've had ups and downs for the last 14 months but now seriously friends this is it we're, we're getting on the roller coaster we're coming up near the top and um it just means that like hold on hold on to your tie on put on your safety belt because this is going to be a massive time of change particularly on the 5th of may so you have five five and five and five 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 is about literally breaking through like almost I keep seeing like a sledgehammer breaking through the old temples that's the only way I'm seeing it and you know if you can embrace the changes friends while still keeping a sense of autonomy yourself and also keep yourself grounded this month connect with nature all the time friends even if you live in an apartment somewhere in a city even buy a plant you know try and get to the trees, the plants, the forests, the sea, if you can, of course. And by doing this, you're going to break free. It's very much, it's like, if you look at the ancestral trail, we are clearing the ancestral trail this month, but equally we are creating a new paradigm for the future generations. And it is up to you. It is up to you wherever you are to do that. And while the worldwide stage will present different scenarios, Um, We have to take time and pride, I've been told to say, in how far we have come. Because those of us who are still here, we are meant to be here. We have signed up to be on the earth at this time. So whilst it has been, you know, quite challenging at times, 
and it's there's still a ways to go. It just means, therefore, that we must really go with embracing freedom, go with speaking up. Yes, there might be opportunities where we're we're being shut down, maybe on certain social medias, but it just means, therefore, you still can speak it aloud to friends or people you trust. You can still, you know, invite a conversation and just hold your own autonomy. That's what I feel is important. Try not to get caught up in the drama because there's going to be a lot of drama this month, a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of literally, I just keep seeing like, um, mountains moving um, and not necessarily literally or hopefully not but it could also be yes indicative of the earth reacting because you know whilst we have as a world I suppose conformed per se to what began you know from March of 2020 it's now coming to a time where people are just breaking through breaking free and I believe knowledge and wisdom is at our fingertips and we must embrace our truth and must embrace our own knowledge and freedom. And to really, you know, recognize that whilst we are in such a time of change, it is so much more for the better. This is a brand new number one month and this is a new time to lay down the foundations of the whole new world that we wish to create. Nothing is ever going to be the same after what we've gone through. And when we can go out and meet and mingle and, you know, go to different restaurants, bars, you know, to theatres, I feel there's going to be such a huge appreciation of what we perhaps, I know I did, took for granted. And, you know, to be around people you love, to be around groups of people that you care about, to sit, to sit and enjoy good food together to sit and enjoy conversation together what the ancient ones would have done they would have sat in circle and ritual they would have drank they would have ate they would have loved all the things that we do and the traditions that we still you know participate in you know they are so important and so when we all can get back out together again when we're all free to be ourselves and to embrace and really to look at how far we have come individually, that is. And then you could look at the collective because how you see your life is what you see the world to be, really, because it is your vision. It's your point of view. And if you have been challenged, which we all have on some level, but if you feel you're still continuing to be challenged by what has occurred, this is your time to really look at your life and say, what small changes can I start making today which will help me to raise my vibration so therefore I can really embrace this time of magnificent breakthrough and life-changing events. And in the words of Wayne Dyer, one of my greatest teachers, as he would say, change the way you look at things and the look at things will change. So that's what you can do today and for this month particularly. Maya is all about the illusion and it is everything is an illusion and what we have to do as human is to find out what is our truth. So my friends, if I can help anybody find their own personal reason for being here, their life purpose, potential and skills, 
You know where to find me, numbersforsuccess.com, Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. So much love and blessings. Have a wonderful Bialtana. Until we speak again, much, much love.